This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. Continuing our series on pair programming and pair rotation uh, specifically. Uh, let's talk about pitfalls of pair rotation today. Um, so uh, there's there's a long list of uh, ways in which you could be doing pair rotation wrong. Um, they could be clubbed into two broad categories. One is um, around Uh, when to rotate so you could be you could be misjudging and miss um misapplying the 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 right frequencies uh, of rotation so so that's one group let's let's start with that group uh, so the obvious one there is that um, uh, teams end up not rotating uh, on long uh, you know for a long time on a story um so you know for for stories that end up taking let's say 4 days 5 days 7 days to to finish um many teams who who are using the story boundary the functionality a logical ends of functionality as their way to think about when they should rotate pairs uh, could get stuck not rotating for a very long time uh, for long stories and that has uh, several downsides uh, we've talked about some of them in the previous episode but primarily the big downside is that that could um, end up being a missed opportunity to to get a third person's perspective especially because it's a long story chances are that it's a complex story and and that's where it is needed the most and so if you're not rotating at least once or twice uh, within uh, larger stories then uh, then you are missing out on that opportunity yeah uh the other pitfall that a uh, lot of teams fall into uh, is to rotate uh, so they make this rule that you have to rotate at the end of the story uh and the problem that they face is that different stories end at different times and so they can never synchronize stories and so you at least pair with the same person for the entire iteration uh, because beginning of the iteration you pick up new stories that's the time when you get to choose who to pair with uh, or how to construct your pairs but after that every story ends uh, takes its own time and so the pair is left uh, without an option to switch at the end of the story uh, and again that's uh, uh, that's something that you need to solve by forcefully changing pairs in the middle of stories and finding logical chunks that are smaller than the story Uh, as opportunities for switching pairs right um so now let's talk about uh, some pitfalls around who's pairing with whom uh, while while rotating pairs so the one uh, that is uh, quite commonly uh, that's a quite common trap that i've seen teams fall into is that pairs end up developing affinity for so developers end up developing affinity for certain uh, you know a certain subsection of the team as as their preferred pairs and um, uh, and and so let's say i'm comfortable with uh, with two of the people on the team out of six or seven developers 
on the team if i'm comfortable with two or three of them more significantly more than the others then i could end up just uh, finding prioritizing opportunities to pair with them much more than uh, with the others and that could then become a, a a cyclical loop that because now i am comfortable with them i'm pairing with them more and that makes me even more comfortable uh, you know that makes me even more comfortable uh, with them and and on the flip side now that i haven't paired with the others for a longer while i am i am you know even less uh, comfortable uh, with them and and in fact you know it then gets translated it can get translated into other kinds of complexities on the team where you know now, now i'm not able to understand uh, their points of views or um, uh, when there are differences on the team about how to do something uh, you know my my judgment about uh, what are good ideas can get clouded significantly by how well i know somebody uh, and, and and their strengths and their way of thinking right and so uh the promiscuous pairing or pairing with everyone that we were talking about earlier uh in the last episode is a pattern that is used to make sure that you don't get up uh, you don't get stuck in this pair affinity world uh and and that you break that affinity every time you make a pairing decision and so you use the pairing metrics to guide you through that uh, kind of a decision yeah and what the pairing matrix does um is like very typical to how problems are solved in xp is that all it does is uh, makes it visible as to who's pairing with whom over a period of time it doesn't you know necessarily say that it's not the project manager or the tech lead or anybody in particular policing who who hasn't paired with whom uh, in a long while um or or setting any rules about that kind of thing instead the the way to solve the problem is to just make the data visible because often people are uh, making the wrong decisions because uh, because it's a blind spot for them so just if you make it visible for me that hey i haven't paired with these two people for a long while then chances are that i will balance that myself and and pick those opportunities um so so that's that's pair affinity stay stay away from it um build build structures in in your teams as that people are encouraged to to pair with uh, multiple people almost everybody in a team um the other um uh, anti pattern that um, that you could see with uh, pair programming is um we talked about pair rotation and you know uh, rotating let's say once at once a day being a being a thing that a lot of teams follow um and, but when you are following that it's possible that if you're not being thoughtful the team's not being thoughtful about these rotations it could happen that you know uh, on day 2 a and b pair and on day 3 b and c pair and now by day uh, you know by by the third day or fourth day uh there's now nobody who has really uh that connected context about what's happened in the story over the two or three or four days that it's been going on so basically both pairs both people who started the story ended up you know switching to other stories uh soon enough without without handing over the context uh, cleanly to the next uh, next pair or the next person so that could end up then affecting quality of decisions made or or even just quality of external quality 
in you know some acceptance criteria could be misunderstood or misapplied and you know and so on so it could affect uh, external quality and internal quality it could affect productivity i mean the slowly could get slowed down if uh, if people are guess are, are stuck uh, you know somewhere because they didn't know about some context that was important for them to know about uh, that happened in the first one or two days of the story now that's something that teams typically solve by introducing the anchor uh, model in pairing so like the person a who started the story uh, would stay on the story till the end and b c b and and be back again right could be the four people who who pair with this person over over four days that the story uh, lasts so um and so a is anchoring the story and ensuring that there is shared context so that's a way in which teams solve that but uh, this anchor and pairs model itself has some pitfalls that one's got to be aware of yeah so if you continue that kind of a pattern for a long time uh, then you basically divide the team into some people who can anchor a story and other people who are pairs Uh, and that's a class division that doesn't really go down well with anyone or and it's not useful for for the team as well i mean it might be in the short term that you know that this person is experienced enough to handle a story by themselves but if they are labeled as that person uh, which makes everybody else only only uh, as uh, only good enough to pair and not to anchor a story uh, then that sets the wrong expectations with with the other people as well uh, and practically it increases dependency on the anchors so basically then you start thinking oh i can't pick up this story because i don't have someone who can anchor this story so if two lesser experienced people are available uh, like we mentioned in one of the patterns uh, of pair rotation where you're pairing two people who are less experienced but who are exploring something on their own um you will miss out on that opportunity because you will say okay i don't have an anchor for this story and so these two people can't really do anything by themselves which is um which becomes very limiting for the two people who are available but are not able to work because they don't have someone experience to work with and uh, and it just increases dependency on the anchors uh, and it basically creates all kinds of problems in planning and so that's not a useful distinction to make in the team uh, it might be a useful practical distinction that you make um in a very short term but you need to actively look for ways in which everybody can start anchoring stories uh, and so that that's the way in which you uh, you spread that knowledge within the entire team and make sure that uh, you're not dependent on a small set of people yeah yeah my my thumb rule would be that in in 2 3 months of any person joining the team regardless of their total experience they should get to a point where they are able to anchor stories and and uh, you and and it's true that not everybody would be able to anchor stories in all parts of the code base or in all um, you know in in yeah in in all parts of the code base and that's okay uh, what's important is that there is some design in which um, the individual themselves and uh, the team is creating a path for everyone to to f- uh, to get to that point soon enough in in at least some part of the code base that they are they have the confidence to get stuff done and be the anchor uh, with other people rotating around them yeah and that's actually a really nice segue into the last topic that we want to discuss under this uh, in this episode 
uh, which is that a lot of times teams end up treating new team members uh, the, the same as old team members so when you say old team members people who have experienced this particular project's environment its code base uh, how the clients are what are their priorities you know the context of the project uh, and what happens is that if you uh, so uh, on a on a on on an experienced team a team that has been working together on a particular project for let's say several months uh, you would expect uh, a lot of these activities that uh, the knowledge is spread across the team and so anyone can pair with anyone on any kind of task uh, especially if it's a small team you would easily expect that but if you start expecting the same thing from new people who have joined the team then one you're putting a lot of pressure on the new people uh, and again this is something that we've discussed uh, at length in our pairing videos or pairing episodes uh, but uh, so so one thing that you uh, is that you're putting pressure on the new person to quickly pick up enough knowledge across the entire application to be able to work in any part of the application and that means that it is going to take a long time before they feel productive on the team because they're going to struggle with a lot of different parts of the application uh, they're going to spend just gaining knowledge for like 3ish months before they feel productive at all uh, and so it takes a long time for them to build their confidence uh, uh, but the other thing that you're doing is um, is that you are also not benefiting from a productivity standpoint so these people the new people working on multiple parts of the application is not helping the team either right i mean it's it will help the team only in the long term but not in the short term at all yeah and so uh, it is very very important for uh, for us to be able to limit the scope for new people to say hey you know what this is the part of the application that you're going to work with for the next one one month don't think about everything else yeah other people can rotate much more freely uh, just stick to this one one part for month and that one makes them feel productive because they understand that part really well and it is also useful for the team because they are now really being productive in that one part at least and that's much better than them struggling for a few months to understand the entire application yeah so just helping them focus on a smaller uh, subsection of the code base a smaller subsection of the domain etc for at least the initial month or so is uh, really powerful in multiple ways it helps them just like akshay said be more productive feel more productive feel more confident feel more uh, satisfied with their own contribution because it's clear to them that they've been able to grok that much and and, and solve problems in that area so so that's one thing to keep in mind for new people as to what um, what kind of stories are they rotating onto and there has to be a design about it um, that it, it needs to be depth first and then over a period of time they can get into more broader uh, set of areas uh, of the code base um but the other thing i, I think uh, is useful to keep in mind is that uh, for people who are newer to um, to the team and um, and you know even people who are newer to xp newer to pair programming etc there it might be useful to uh, to actually for them to rotate less often uh, so so maybe like a daily rotation if you're pairing pair programming for the first time uh daily rotation could be dizzyingly fast uh, paced uh, in terms of 
context changes right uh, for someone who's never uh, pair programmed and um, and and rotated across pairs so so that's something to keep in mind as to you know what is the context of this person how new is this person to these practices how new is this person to this team because you could be good at pair programming you could have done it for a while but on a new team on a new code base just getting to know people takes a little bit longer right mm-hmm. so so them pairing if i'm new on a team it might be useful for me to just know akshay really well by pairing with him for 3 week 3 days and then get to know the next person for you know for another 2 or 3 days and then you know start rotating more frequently instead of you know one day with one person another day pairing with another person you know that that will actually slow down my my getting to know other people and getting comfortable right. with at least some members of the team so yeah. so again it's a breadth versus depth thing you know depth first and then breadth can come later yeah. in relationships uh, as well yeah and uh, this whole idea about whether to specialize in one part of the application or whether to understand the entire application uh, is not just limited to new people on the team it is also about just people on the team Uh, and several times especially in bigger teams um there is this uh, uh insistence on everybody knowing everything uh, and that that really breaks down at some point so there is a value in multiple people knowing about a particular area of the application but there's a threshold after which it doesn't really hold true anymore and it actually causes more problems than it solves uh, and so you need to really pay attention to that uh, and the generally in agile teams we've seen that there is a very high tendency to generalize uh, meaning that everyone should know about everything uh, but uh, this is something that you should really be thoughtful about uh, because there is value in some number of people knowing about certain parts of the application uh, but everyone really does not need to know about everything and you're actually killing productivity uh if you're insisting on making sure that everyone actually learn, learns about everything uh, there are also personal preferences that people have uh, in whether they want to specialize or generalize uh, and these preferences change over time as well so giving all the flexibility uh, required for the team is important uh, uh, but at the same time not being biased towards one particular way of working is also really important uh, especially for xp teams cuz uh, i have definitely seen insistence on generalization and that uh, does create problems for people who prefer to go in depth in a certain topic either technique techni- uh, like a technology area or a domain or part of the application whatever it might be yep so those are uh, some of the pitfalls that come to mind when uh, thinking about pair rotations uh, so that's our list of how not to do pair rotations All right uh, then till we meet you again thanks for tuning in bye bye bye